I think it's been recording this whole time. I don't know. Nice. Uh, I do we see might... a little red dot in the <laughs> upper left-hand corner of your screen. Okay. So, yeah, I think we're recording. That's all right. I'll cut this part out. It, it takes two seconds to cut it all out. So, uh, okay, here we go. little intro. Five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? It's Bullshitters. I believe we're in episode 11. Yeah, 11, 11 sounds right. Uh, we've got Aloha Dan uh, somewhere on the screen, if you're watching, and myself. It's kind of weird. It's a Saturday recording time because the week's been hectic and crazy for both of us, I think. And uh, I'm just glad that we're both alive from the uh, the heat wave that hit Idaho pretty hard this week. I, I tell you what, it is hitting the entire... I mean, I don't even want to say northwest at this point, just... I think the West Coast, I know up in Canada, they are on fire. I mean, literally on fire in most places, but like figuratively in some places just having a heat wave. Seattle and Portland both. Portland hit a record high temperature just in general. Not even for that day, but in general it was a record high. They hit 113. People don't have air conditioners in Portland. Yeah. common not to have ac so and then here in boise i mean our 10-day forecast has been miserable for about the last five days the highs have been in the hundreds uh right now looking at the 10-day forecast it goes 100 100 106 104 99 thank god the heat breaks a little bit there 104 (laughs) 104 102 102 and uh, there is no and in sight for this heat wave. How about there in Coeur d'Alene? You guys pretty hot? I mean, I'll uh, yes. Danny, look up your forecast. Yeah, smoking hot. Uh, the other day, I was driving Kendall's car, and it said 112. And uh, I've never, never seen 112. Uh, you know, without like being on vacation somewhere where it's regularly hot. But here, 112. I was like, not as long as I've been alive has Probably it been that like- hot. In downtown Spokane, maybe during like Hoop Fest or something, all that black yeah. stuff and stuff like that. That could I could see that. Yeah, right well, now your guys' forecast uh, 91, 91, 95, 93, 90, 97, 97. So it's still hot. I mean, still hot. We we just had a week straight of like 104. So yeah, it was like, oh my god. <laughs> no, that is that's too hot. That is too hot. And I was telling yeah. Lauren, I was like, because I've already gotten a message. From the power company, everyone in Boise got a message from Idaho Power saying, hey, uh, from peak hours, like between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m., if you guys could, you know, reduce your energy usage, uh, if you could turn your thermostats up, like if you could, you know, not use quite as much AC. And then I've already gotten a message from Suez, who does our water down here. That said, mm-hmm. hey, you know, if you guys could not use as much water, like take showers, not baths, water your lawn, you know, early or late, Whoa. don't water at all during peak hours. And yeah, it's it's crazy. And we're getting these messages on July 3rd. We're two weeks into summer of a three-month season. Like, we yeah. are screwed if this heat keeps up. Yeah. There's uh, up here in, in any wow, store... Man. Any store, there's no AC units. No, uh, 
fans. There's no, none of that stuff available at stores. You can't find anymore. it anymore. So people are like freaking out and yeah, it's bad. But yeah, it's been all right, I guess. I mean, we survived. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're surviving down here so far. And then last night I was, I mean, still working. 7 p.m. rolled around. I was still working, still working because, mm-hmm. you know, working in the finance industry. Yeah. Month ends and quarter ends. You know, the start of a new month is always bad. And especially when you're looking at the end of the second quarter, you know, the yeah. second fiscal quarter, and you're looking at a, a three-day weekend right in between month end close, you know, quarter end close. So yesterday we were on to like seven and all of a sudden my my internet just gave out and I was looking at my phone and at my computer and, and Lauren was sitting in front of me watching TV and I was like, I don't know how your TV is still playing. Honestly, I lost internet five minutes ago. And <laughs> I called the the poor Sparklight guys. It used to be Cable One. Now they call themselves Sparklight. But they were literally, you know, right behind my dad's house, which is right next door, working mm-hmm. until like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And this started at about 7. And we Whoa. finally, I think we got internet again at about 10.30. But I'm like, man, I... Our power's not going to be working. We don't have water, and now they're taking away our internet. So I don't know what we're going to do all summer. Welcome to the apocalypse. Yeah, this is this is Boise Stone Age style. Yeah. Uh, well, they for you know those who care, they're releasing another Purge movie. So maybe the Purge is going to come to fruition, and we're just going to get like 24 hours. No crime is... Um, off limits you could just do whatever you want and we're gonna have to live like barbarians for a while i mean i've got a lot of guns but i have no interest in going out and like i would just probably if if all crime were legal i would be more tempted to like steal cars than i would like (laughs) murder because i want a new car like i'd go i'd go steal a big old truck and i'd go probably steal a boat and then after I get that parked in my... So, but that's one thing they... Side note, they never address this in The Purge. Like, I understand that, oh, you know, murder's legal or something. But if I steal a boat during The Purge, after The Purge is over, is it still my boat? They never I don't address. know. They never I don't address. know. I think, oh. I, from what I've seen, I think The New Purge is like a prequel to The Purge. I'm not sure. So I, I, maybe it'll explain the purge, like the the reasoning behind it. I don't know. I thought they already came out with the purge prequel, and what what are we doing now? The Let's next one's called the Forever Purge because it's the fourth one. Clever, oh, right? Well, that, that makes sense. That's good wordplay. Uh, so there was, yeah, it looks like the first purge was in 2013. That was the purge, and then there was the purge anarchy. And then there was the Purge election year, and now the Purge Forever is coming out. Hmm. And I thought, oh no, maybe the Purge election year, oh, the year is 2016 American dystopian political action horror film written and directed by James DeMonica. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. Anyway, I, I saw, I think, the first Purge movie, and I do not recall seeing one since then. Not yeah, I don't think I've seen any of them actually. I don't, uh, I've maybe seen bits and pieces if it's like showing on TNT or something, but 
I've never actually seen the whole movie. You know, I think the first one wasn't too bad, but I don't think it was, like, great. I don't think it was anything to write home about. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, they've made four of them, so people are either clearly going to see them or they're very inexpensive to make. I don't know which. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't think they're inexpensive to make. I don't think so. No. Uh, speaking of the purge, I think we should go ahead and maybe purge the uh, International Olympic Committee. What do you What do you think? We should get rid of them, huh? Yeah, certainly. There's a, it seems like there's a lot of different you know bullshit committees out there that we should just get rid of. <laughs> we should just nix them. Not Nixon, but nix them. No, not, you know? not Nixon. Not we're not going to Watergate this whole thing. Yeah, but uh, if if you're listening or watching and you haven't heard, uh, the fastest woman in the world, I believe her name is pronounced Shikari Richardson. I don't actually know how to pronounce her first name, but we'll go with Shikari. Shikari Richardson, uh, fastest woman on planet Earth as it currently stands, will not be going to the Olympics. Be positive for marijuana. She's, uh, she's from the United States, right? She's our athlete. Yeah. Yeah, she's 21, 21 years old, a uh, college graduate, I believe. Again, fastest woman on planet Earth as it's so, you know, as it stands today. She will not be competing at the showcase for the best amateur athletes in the world because she smoked wheat. Well, I don't know. It doesn't actually say she smoked it. She, she tested positive for THC. Positive. Yeah. yeah. I saw I saw you know, a little bit of debate online about this. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think it's too bad because some of the debate I saw online was like, oh, like, I don't care if she smoked pot or ingested marijuana in whatever form. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if it's federally not legal, you know, and you you knew that this test was coming up because you were planning on going to the Olympics, like... You couldn't hold off for a bit. And I'm like, I think that's kind of bullshit to say, oh, just because you knew this was coming up, you know, you shouldn't have smoked. It's like, why? It's not like marijuana is a performance enhancing drug. That's what the International Olympic Committee is calling it. They they call it a performance enhancing drug. I would like to yeah. see the International Olympic Committee smoke a joint and then try and do anything. <laughs> yeah, because right. It just, I mean, it would... It, that's that's a silly thought. It, it has nothing to do with performance. It at at the very bare minimum, you could call it maybe an anti-anxiety drug. Yeah, that's, that's There's, about it. So the UFC, the fighting, uh, a lot of those guys smoke for like recovery, just to like chill out after fights and stuff yeah. like that. And I can see that. It, like you said, it's like anti-anxiety uh, stuff like that, and. I don't know. I don't know when she did it. When she, I don't know when this test was yeah. given or taken or whatever. I don't know. But maybe she ran a race and then was like, dude, I need to chill out. I don't know. Yeah, could be. I imagine. Well, and imagine, to be fair, imagine how much pressure these young athletes are under. Like, the Olympics is, you know, the Super Bowl and the World Series and, you know, the Stanley Cup and all of this shit on steroids for, like, you know, what, three weeks or something? Like, you just go there and you live in the Olympic Village and apparently yeah. you fuck a lot. But that's, <laughs> that's just what I've heard. 
That's, that's I think that's easily verifiable. I think that's confirmed rumors, but it's still just rumors. Yeah. But apparently, you, you're either having sex in the Olympic Village with a bunch of other, you know, some of the most attractive people in the world, and then sometimes, you know, the weightlifters. Yeah. <laughs> or you're out preparing for your event, and, I mean, you're competing against other best athletes in the world. Yeah. Like, it's pretty damn stressful. Like, yeah. a lot. I actually read a study one time. Have I mentioned this before? How it's better to come in third than second at the Olympics? Oh, I don't know. I don't think you've mentioned I think, that. I Well, anyway, I, I read the study one time that said the, the mental stress associated mm. with coming in second is significantly worse because you're like, I was this close to gold. You know, I was, I was literally milliseconds away, depending on what sport you're in, or I was, mm. you know, whether it's weightlifting, my, I was, you know, a few pounds off or whatever it is. You're like the mental stress associated with second is worse than if you just get third. Whereas, you know, in third, you're just like, Hey, I'm podium. I was up there with the top two. I wasn't quite in there to be in first, but you know, I'm still in the top three greatest athletes in my sport right now, you know, considered elite still. Yeah, exactly. And then I don't know, fourth through whatever place, you know, I yeah. just imagine at that point they're like, shit, I came all this way for nothing. <laughs> Dude, I listened to, uh, you might know the name, Jordan Burroughs. He's, uh, he's like the best, uh, I guess, traditional wrestler in USA's history. And I think he still competes. I think he'll be at this Olympics, but he's like 35 now. Anyway, he was on Rogan. Didn't they take wrestling out of the Olympics? I don't know. Maybe they did. I'm not sure if they did this year or effective the next Olympics. I'm not sure. But I was listening to him on the Rogan podcast, and uh, he was like, dude, the the countries that have no business being there, basically these little hole-in-the-wall, for lack of a better term, countries that get an uh, athlete representing them at the Olympics that know they're not going to podium or anything like that they're basically just there for the experience he's like dude they eat because at the olympic village they have like makeshift like taco bells and mcdonald's and like pop-up tents basically i guess is what he made it sound like and he was like dude they'll eat six big macs because like if you're from bangladesh dude when's the last time or the next time you're ever gonna have a big mac he's like dude they'll, they'll eat big macs and then go run a race like they just they know that they're not going to podium, so these small countries are just like, soak it up, man. Like, live it up, do your thing, I mean, have fun. To be fair, if you if you got to go and you're like, all right, I'm already – so there was – I don't know if you remember uh, a couple years back during the Winter Olympics, that gal on the half pipe. Do you, do you remember this story? Snowboarder? No, she was a skier. Oh. She was, she was a half pipe skier, and she – I forget. She was she was not from the U.S. She was from some other country. I can't remember the entire story, but we'll we'll have Danny the intern look it up. But yeah, essentially, what happened was she competed in a bunch of really small events, like in her country, and mm-hmm. was able to like place high enough in these little events against 
essentially amateurs to go to the Olympics. And she qualified for the Olympics and she ended up going. And she did her run at the Olympics and was going like down the half pipe and then just barely up the edge and then down the half. Yeah, I remember that actually. I was going to say she just basically rode the half pipe down. Yeah. And, and yeah. there were all these phenomenal, phenomenal skiers and, and boarders that were throwing up like 1080s. And I mean, they were 15 feet above the edge of the giant half pipe wall. Yeah. And she just went like, and, and I, remember, <laughs> I remember watching that live going, what is happening right now? Like, who is this person? And they, you know, looked her up and they did a little bit of, of you know, fact finding and stuff like that on it. Yeah. Elizabeth Sweeney. Uh, oh, it says an Oakland native who'd been last minute add to the Hungarian team started her run and something really weird happened. She barely did any tricks. So, yeah, Elizabeth Sweeney. Sorry, I've got dog wrestling going on in my back. <laughs> You're all good. But yeah, there, there you go. If you if you want some interesting light video, look up the Elizabeth Sweeney her 2018 Olympics run. Have you ever seen uh, to to play on that same topic? Have you ever seen the movie Eddie the Eagle? Uh, no, I have not, but it was Taron Egerton, the, the first, like, ski long jumper in mm -hmm. what country's history, I can't remember. I think he's British or something like that. And yeah, not... I, think, I think it was, like, British. And they're not, you know, notably good at, or famous for ski jumping, but he, like, did the same thing. He did, you gotta watch the movie, but it's basically the same story. He just yeah. would practice, 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 and he would be just absolute garbage, and then... But like, he, he was like, so no i don't think so i think he finished last place but he he couldn't land he would like launch off these ramps and stuff and couldn't land and then at the olympics he like landed his run even though it was way shorter than everyone else's sure. and his whole team his whole team rallied around him and cheered and like celebrated him and all the guys competing with him were like dude that guy went from literally never being on skis before to freaking actually landing off of a ski jump ramp. Like, that's yeah. pretty impressive. And he's, he basically impressive. did it he did it because England didn't have uh, yeah. a ski representative. So he was like, I can do it, you know? That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm re-watching this. She, she didn't even make it above the half-pipe lip some of the time. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. I don't the think I do. walls are 12 to 15 feet high, they though. They are enormous. They are huge. But what I think is the funniest part of all this is watching the Olympic commentary guys try and dis dissect the run. Because, <laughs> like, they're used to watching these guys throw up these huge tricks, and they're, they're like playing her in slow-mo, and it's like the, the things she's doing are so lame and it's like the slow-mo just makes it oh i don't know it's for any of our viewers if you want a good chuckle i would recommend looking it up at the very least uh, uh i'm not sure but maybe on the screen i don't know uh, i don't know if we'll get canceled think, off youtube i think technically i mean i know how to do it 
I think you can do it. There's people that show clips of videos all the time. All right, here you go. We'll try it. We'll try it. Yeah, it let's is, let the uh, let's let the viewers see this glorious run. It's one minute long, like one minute and some odd seconds. Uh, all right. right. You want you want audio or no? We don't need the audio. I think the audio all might right. get us. That's fine. We'll leave audio muted, but you can just watch this. She drops in here. You know, she dude. Look. That's this is pretty good though. Like considering. She drops dude. in, and oh, drops in, yeah. hits the, hits the first wall. There. Dude, doesn't even. I think she mostly jumped there. She didn't even. She did. Oh yeah. Watch this. Oh. Oh, dude, was that a, was that a rail slide? Did she just yeah, uh, grind that? Definitely. Oh, got point eight seconds of airtime here. Dude, why are even putting up her airtime and measuring her freaking <laughs> elevation out of the pipe? That's a waste of graphics, dude. Oh, didn't even make it above the rim there. I, she, yeah, that was. <laughs> Dude, that's dairy though. She's that gonna live it. in freaking Olympic folklore it. forever. Now, hang on, let's let's look up uh, twenty eighteen uh, women's half pipe freestyle half pipe. Let's look up just one like here. This Are is we Cassie going with... Stark. This was Cassie yeah. She's Stark's just stuck. second run. Uh, and she, you know, I think was probably the winner here, or one of the winners or something. But this, just as a comparison of what other people were doing at the time that, uh, you know, Elizabeth Swaney went out there and did yeah. that garbage run. <laughs> Good for her, though. She made it to the Olympics. She, you know, it's still something that I couldn't do. But I would have been so embarrassed if I were her to go out there and throw that run when other athletes are doing this. I mean, it's to live in the shit. oh my god! It's just, just a double kick of nine hundred. She was that's like a backside above that wall. Oh, my oh, there's god. a there's an alley oop, alley oop McTwist. Yeah. Oh, just no, no, just casual yeah, landing. Casually you know. skiing backwards, you know, skiing backwards and, down the pipe. Oh, that's just a like a still ten feet out of the pipe. There's a yeah, tent. No kidding. That is absolutely amazing. Like Dude. I don't I don't know how people do that, but to watch people go out and throw out runs like that, and then to go out and throw out a run where you can barely <laughs> complete, you know, a one eighty or like a jump one foot out of the pipe. Dude, it's she like, beast because she got to hang out in the all these supreme athletes for three, four weeks. She got she to did. experience like the Olympic, exp- and it's she true. didn't really have to do anything. That's she like did. what everyone who's on unemployment wants to do now. She's basically who, the unemployment version of the Olympics. My question is, who paid for that? She it said she was an Oakland native, but she was on the Hungarian Olympic team. So and, to be to qualify for a different country, you have to be at least like. Like I think an eighth. No, I think you have to be an eighth of whatever the country is that you're representing. So I could go be like a, a Portuguese athlete then. I'm, I would I'm, love to see you at the Winter Olympics representing Portugal, dude. That would be – you'd have to do what that guy did a few years – the guy did a few years ago from like Trinidad and Tobago or whatever, and he came in like all oiled up in a hula skirt. Do you remember that guy? I can, I can do that. I can do that. Put in ceremonies, dude. I, I would have to have like – 
kill uh no not kielbasa linguisa like <laughs> linguisa just draped around my shoulders or something. you just come in just in your hawaiian freaking print shirt <laughs> linguisa dripped around your shoulders they just carrying the portuguese flag like Woo! Wait, what, what event would i compete in and a are we talking summer or are we talking winter they don't have bowling in the summer olympics do they <laughs> i don't think so but Portugal, I don't think, competes in the Winter Olympics, so you can do whatever event you want. Oh, if, you could, nice. if you could stand up on skis, dude, you could do exactly what Elizabeth Swaney did. Elizabeth Swaney did. All right. I'm going to be the next Elizabeth Swaney. I'm going you... to the Winter Olympics 2022 representing Portugal. Dude, you start slapping that half pipe at Bogus Basin, and you'll be <laughs> fine, dude. You'll be all good. Hey, I, I'm, a, I'm a decent skier. I've never been on a half pipe. I've been on a box before. Uh, I think I, I think I tried a rail one time that ended very miserably. I've been on jumps lots of times. I broke my arm when I was in second grade from a, a ski jump. You know, you just reach out to like Rosignol who could sponsor, they could sponsor you. They and you get some Rosignol skis, Rosignol gear. You know what I'm saying? Gear. Rosignol yeah. is going to sponsor my skiing effort to go to the Winter Olympics representing Portugal. Did we just make the breaking announcement that you're trying for the Olympics? Yeah, I'm and trying for the Olympics, just so you guys know. But for, in either representing Portugal, though, yeah, uh, you know, you should actually compete in Summer Olympics because Cristiano Ronaldo, the world's most famous athlete, is true. from Portugal. True. So, true. you know what's you crazy? Probably, you probably wouldn't appreciate me talking. You know, I mean, I'm not talking shit about Portugal. I like Portugal. Just making making light of them i have my sister did a medical fellowship i guess they call it in portugal and she bought me an authentic cristiano ronaldo jersey while she was over there that couldn't have been cheap yeah so we also have kendall i don't know if you remember it from our wedding the kendall and jake sign that's made out of like tiles yeah i think so those tiles are front like handmade in portugal Okay. From when my sister was over there, yeah. So, cool. Yeah, so Portugal runs in our blood, I guess, too, just kind of. I mean, not, like, I, actually in our blood, but, like, in our memories. So that's got to be the same, right? I, I think it's the same. I think, uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, my grandfather is 100% Portuguese, okay. and my grandmother was 50%, so that makes my mom 75%, and that would make me 3 eighths, right? Uh, I guess you could be three-eighths Portuguese. I don't know. Well, it would be 175 to make 50 here, and if my dad was zero, or no, 150 to make 75 here, and then if my dad was zero and my mom's 75, you would split 75 in half, which would be 37.5, which is easier represented as three-eighths. So, That's true. That's, that's true. Okay, so you're three-eighths Portuguese. That explains the uh, porn stash. That's, that's what it is. Actually, to be fair... <laughs> Uh, my beard, as I'm sure you remember, does not... I mean, it grows in relatively well, mostly down in this area. Not yeah. quite as much up on my cheeks, but when it grows in, it grows in really, really curly. Almost, honestly, I hate to admit it, but similar to pubic hair, to be completely honest. <laughs> more more and, Amish than anything. Yeah, it's, it's Amish pube beard is what it is. But yeah. I was talking to one of the guys at work, and his beard grew in very similar to mine. And I go, hey, your, you know, your beard grows in a lot like mine does. And he goes, oh yeah, it's the Portuguese in me. And I was like, no shit. 
Because I'm I'm Portuguese, so maybe that makes sense why I can't grow a damn beard. Because I'm like my a dad grows an all right beard. His doesn't yeah. curl nearly like mine does. So I don't know. I don't know what country I would represent. Because one, I don't have any facial hair, so that'd be kind of weird. Uh, I think we've done like that ancestry thing, and it's German, Irish, British, and just a mix of a whole bunch of white. I'm a mutt. Yeah, I'm a mutt. So I don't know. Mine was mine would be well. My last name would be I believe mostly Dutch. So okay. Holland. I'm bet yeah. I know for a fact my grandma had some English and some like Irish or Scottish or something. So yeah. I would definitely have a little bit of English, probably some German if we're being honest, probably like Dutch. A little bit of Holland, uh, and then Portuguese would be my bet. I don't know. I'll, okay. I'll eventually do one of those, you know, 22 and U tests. I don't, I don't know if they're even popular anymore. Now you just, nah, well, now you can just do anything, though. You can kind of test. They got some where you can just straight up shit in a box, and they'll tell you whether you got colon cancer or not. So, I'm not no, shit. How are you going to shit in a box, dude? Are you going to feel comfortable doing that? I can shit huh? in a box. <laughs> and then, and then. Send it through FedEx or what? Like how are you just, how are you gonna do that? I wouldn't even. I put it in like a, a plastic baggie and just slap a label to the side of that and be like, "Here you go, delivery guy." <laughs> Can you overnight this? Because I really, really need to know. Like you shit oh, in a box, man. Are, the, can't can't they tell your ancestors through that DNA or no? Can't they double it's test it? It's probably the at the same. DNA. It's probably at the same testing facilities. Actually, the twenty and. And the uh, colon but cancer screening are in the same building. The cool test to do is to get your, your dog DNA tested. Oh, really? You gotta you gotta get the dog DNA tested. Yeah, we're gonna do that for both Macklin and Rex on their first and eighth birthday, respectively. They I don't know if you know this, our dogs have the same birthday. Oh wow! Same. And it's. It was documented on on Macklin's. I don't know if Lauren has the official documentation for Rex, but huh. uh, we're we're just calling it the same birthday. But same day, I think it's August twentieth, maybe August twenty second. I don't know. Lauren would know. Dang, you guys having uh, like a blowout for the dog? You guys having a dog birthday yeah, party? We're, we're gonna have a big. Well, expect your invite. We we expect you to be here. It's much. It's much like a one-year-old's birthday. They don't have friends or anything yet, so you just invite your friends over and then have a good time and let the dogs do whatever. We're gonna get drunk and invite all our friends over for the dog's birthday, and we're just gonna give them. We're gonna go to like a pet shop here locally and just buy them one of those little friendly dog cookies for like two bucks or whatever. Oh yeah, they, they make little dog cakes for like five or seven bucks. You know, they're not yeah. not actually that expensive. Give them one of those, yeah. put whipped cream on it, because dogs love whipped cream. Yeah. We'll all just get shit housed, and then eventually, once we're all drunk, we're going to try and get doggy, like, DNA swap going. I don't know how that, I don't know, I don't know how that works. Can Is that the like, yard games that you're going to provide? Because yeah, I'm kind of out. It's, you, you've seen people try and, like, tackle, you know, like, pigs and stuff at rodeos. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do. With Macklin and Rex, I mean, one of them's a corgi, so he's a little bit easier to tackle. But good luck tackling the border collie; he is quick. 
Oh, I will straight up DDT the Border Collie. I'll right. go well, Undertaker gotta... on its ass. <laughs> gotta, that's why we need you here. That's why See? And, and you think we can invite uh, the gal that's not going to the Olympics? Because she's really quick, too. She Shikari is fast. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of dope, actually. You'd have famous people at your dog's birthday party. That would be uh, Just so you're aware, Elizabeth Swaney, you're invited. Uh, Shikari. Shikari, you're invited. Yeah. Uh, Usain, if you want to show up, you're free to free to show up. Are we Please just inviting in. fast people? Because I'm again feeling a little excluded from that invitation. There, you. I already told you you were invited. Oh, but it's just like a pity party. Then you're just inviting me because I'm like well, a friend of yours, not well, because you're, I'm you're faster. A, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and then Lauren just commented, uh, Lady Gaga and Dave Grohl, uh, you're both also invited. Depends. Oh, yeah. What do, what day did you say the uh, party is? Because Dave is it, Grohl and Foo Fighters are headlining Lollapalooza, remember? That's true. August 22nd, I think. Uh, yeah, it is It is August 22nd, which is a Sunday. So. Jake's nephews. Like, he should be there. Uh. When is Lollapalooza? I forget. Uh, oh, it's July 29th through August 1st. We're good. Okay, so yeah, he could go Lollapalooza, you know, get shithoused for a weekend, and then three weekends later come and present the Foo Fighters while at the dog's birthday party. Oh, we could have the Foo Fighters headline the dog's birthday party. Macklin and T-Rex, I mean, to be fair, T-Rex is an Instagram influencer. He's got like... 3,000 plus followers. So, ah, Dave, okay. If you want, maybe Rex should slide into Dave's DMs. Be like, Dave, we've got an opportunity for you. Absolutely. I'll tell you Absolutely. what, if Kendall you want... is invited too. If Gaga's coming, Kendall will be there because she's a little fame monster. Yeah, is she? Kendall, yeah. Kendall and Lauren would secretly. Uh, it's it's a closet thing. Don't let Kendall know well that you know that. Yeah, well, Lauren's is not closeted. She is very much uh, an out-in-the-open Gaga. Yeah. Actually, I got into the car last night with Kendall, and I was expecting like country music or something like that, and she had Snoop Dogg playing, so I think she's uh, like an old-school Snoop Dogg fan now, too. Have you... Speaking Maybe of, we could get Snoop to be at the party, too. I would love Snoop, I swear to God. Dog. At the dog's birthday party? Are you kidding well, me? That would be amazing. But Snoop, we can smoke whatever you want in the backyard. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We could. The cops would be here smoking with Snoop. Like that is, he is the freaking coolest. And yeah. wait, wait, can we get Martha too? I don't know who Martha is. Martha Stewart. Stupid Martha. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Martha can make the dog cake. The, oh my god! We get if Martha's busy committing cake. fraudulent, you know, like money laundering things, well, then we could get much. Rachel Ray. Rachel we Ray can, does dog things. We could get Rachel Ray. We get what if we got Snoop and Martha? We got Rachel Ray. You get Rachel Ray could cook the human food. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, wh- who's the one? Uh, Paula Dean. Could we get? Her? She's probably not doing much anymore. Yeah, she's racist as hell. That would be perfect in Boise. I mean, we are in Idaho. <laughs> she could tell a whole bunch of white jokes or black jokes, whatever joke she wants. Good lord. Oh, we have gotten off the rails with, uh, but this is going to be the most fun dog birthday party ever. 
How did we go from you trying out for the Portuguese Olympic team to planning Snoop Dogg and Dave Grohl at your freaking dog's birthday party? 23 and me? And then Okay. Oh yeah, our ancestry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. I think I think that's it. There's there's a very a weak connection there, but I think that was it. You know what? That's uh that's how we do it around here. So That's how we do it on the bullshitters. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Ding, ding, ding. One <laughs> Round one. We'll eventually get a little counter up in the corner right there so they can, you know, one. But Yeah, I should, I should be able to do it post-production maybe. I don't know. I haven't messed with it that much, honestly. I try to just I mean, sync our videos together and our audio, considering our yeah. freaking audio and shit has been unsynced for like the last well, three episodes. Also, considering you almost didn't have a camera. For this episode to record, I don't know if you have the best technological background. Right, my uh, my uh, producing is pretty low key, actually. <laughs> I say producer, but it's uh, it's more like uh, throwing shit together. It's yeah, not you're really the best producing. Producer I've ever had, to be fair. I'm the best producer this show has ever had. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. So eleven episodes in, do you know what, Dan? Do you know what? I, average on average people that start and launch a podcast only make it seven episodes before so, they decide to quit so we're above average we are in one department going against the average let me tell you no we're above average you can't say going against the average we can't that makes us sound like we're rebels or something we're, i know no i was that that brings me into my next topic are you familiar with the television show dave I'm familiar with Lil Dicky with Lil and his Dick? music. I have not honestly watched the show Dave. I would highly recommend both you and Kendall and all of our viewers. Dave, if you want to come to this dog's birthday party. Dave Bird at the dog Dave. birthday party? Dave Bird at the dog. And please bring Gata. Because Gata can, is awesome. Can we just have Animal at your dog's birthday party? Thank you. We've got Dave Bird. We've got Gata. We've got Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog. We've got Dave Growl instead of Growl. Yeah, Dave Growl. That's you're you're kind of getting there. We're getting close. Uh, it's it's kind of in the same ballpark. No, but Dave the TV show, starring Dave Bird and Gata, actually, uh, is a phenomenal TV show. I would recommend you and all of our listeners watch it. Season one is out fully on Hulu, and season two is actively being released on Thursdays. I think they're on, like, episode three or four right now that they've released out of season two. Okay. Really, really good show. A lot of good humor. But also, it gets, you know, pretty deep and emotional sometimes, too. All right. I would recommend. That's prob- it's, probably worth a shot, yeah. It's worth it's worth a shot. Um, it's a weird show. It's, it's odd. It is very odd. But, but I, I mean, if you even slightly enjoy Lil Dicky, you would enjoy the show. Because it's I, I love so Lil Dicky. Lil Dick I mean, Freaky Friday, that song is hilarious. It's a awesome. Yeah. I love that song. And Have you heard the one he released like two years ago for Earth Day? It's literally called Earth. Look it up. The video where he showed like him sitting there like wasn't he naked with just a sock on his dick? <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's sure. so many famous people in that song. 
And they're all ridiculous. Look up the video. It is one of the great. If you like Freaky Friday, you'll like Earth by Lil Dicky. Uh, One of my friends here loves the song Pillow Talk. I love all of Lil Dicky's songs. All of them. Yeah, he is is very funny. He is is a phenomenal rapper. He is very funny. He's got a great brand around himself. He really does. He has a like an entire I think it's an album uh featuring Brain and Brain is just him. It's like an alter ego of him talking to himself, but the whole album is him it's and Brain and his brain. brain. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Sounds but like it. Yeah. Well, that's what you could... You know what, Dan? They just actually, going back to the Olympic thing, uh, I believe this Summer Olympics, they're having B-boy, like, hip-hop dancing. There you go. Portuguese hip-hop dancing. I could be a Portuguese hip-hop dancer. And, I mean, I, and can't, you, I can't dance normally, but maybe I can dance hip-hop. Yeah, you can, you can dance to Lil Dicky at the Olympics. I, I have to be... To be fair, I definitely have to be drunk to dance. I don't think they test for alcohol at the Olympics. They don't just test weed, for alcohol, right? It's just weed. Yeah. So I'd be yeah, good. Any, as long as alcohol doesn't enhance your performance, you should be okay. Oh, it would definitely enhance my performance. You can bet <laughs> your ass that it would enhance my performance. They actually encourage the dancers to drink before they go out there, yeah. just so it's lively. Yeah. What if what if that was what they encouraged, like for every sport? Like, yeah, before you go on this half pipe. Just chug a few beers. Yeah. Oh, no. Before you... Yeah. Before you jump off this high dive that's 60 feet up in the air, go ahead and just slam a few shots of Jaeger. Why not? Just just rip along, dude, and then swim like Michael Phelps. Do you... Maybe... Wait a minute. Do they... I imagine they test for drugs up until you get to the Olympic Village. What happens once you're there? Are they actively testing you, or is it free-for-all? Just... Party your rocks off. I think it's just party like a rock star while you're there. I don't know. I don't know for sure. So, maybe, maybe you could, if the skiing thing falls out, don't give up on your Olympic dream because B-Boy Dancing is here for you. B-Boy Dancing. There we go. I Look up, look up Red Bull 1 on YouTube. Red Bull 1. All those Olympics. B-Boy and B-Girl. Yes. Red Bull 1. This is what you're getting into. Just so you know, your winter... You could be a double Olympic athlete. A winter Olympic athlete and a summer. Like Sean White, man. A skier and a B-Boy athlete. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wow, that looks like it requires a lot of agility and coordination. Hey. I have... I have neither of those things. Man, he just slid like four feet on his head. Olympics. And this is a real Olympic thing. Is this a joke? I can't tell. No, this year is the first year of B-boy dancing in the Olympics. So It will be on our TVs. They're going to take out wrestling, which has been done for literally like thousands of years. And they're going to put... B-boy dancing in the Olympics? Yeah. Also, baseball makes its triumphant return this year, and they have a Team USA 45-year-old dudes playing baseball, so that's cool. 
how what the United States is the only country that plays baseball to begin with. Like, no, J- Japan plays baseball. They got a pro league in Japan. All right, but still, like, that's that's like when Team USA goes for basketball. Like, we're expected to dominate. Like when you have LeBron James and like, I I don't yeah. know. I was gonna say Dwayne Wade, but I don't even know if he's big anymore. Giannis he's retired. <laughs> Uh, he's Greek. Giannis yeah, he's Greek. is Greek. Yeah. But, and then, I don't know, are we going to send, like, Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan back? Just just recreate the dream team from the 90s? <laughs> Larry Bird and his 70-year-old white ass. Yeah, man. He's still let that guy just let, let that guy just rain all day. He just camps in the corner and just shoots three in his suit and tie. Put Steph up in the left corner. You put Larry Bird in the right corner. You put Shaq down in the paint, and then I don't know. You put you need Jordan. the round of rebound, Charles Barkley. Yeah, there he's a little the, thick. He's a little Shaq, thicky. Charles Barkley, and then you just get Jordan in there, and then you got Larry Bird. Oh wait, what about LeBron? We probably ought to put LeBron on this. He's game. too busy. He's too busy making Space Jam Two look shitty I mean, as ever. If you've been in a Space Jam, then you're probably like a phenomenal basketball player because there's only one guy that has been in a Space Jam, and he was a phenomenal basketball player. And there's only one guy that will forever be in the shadow of the one Jam. Bugs Bunny. It's terrible. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say, man. Oh my god! It looks terrible. Space Jam Two looks really bad, and I'm I, sad. I I agree. I might just instead of watching Space Jam Two, I might just watch Space Jam One again for fun. I think we have two copies of it for some reason, so you can have a copy of it. That way, you, yeah. you know, you don't have to go on HBO Max or whatever. I mean, it's probably on like a a streaming network. If I have to imagine. Oh, it's yeah. got. It's got to be on, like, Disney Plus, right? Isn't it a Disney movie? I don't think it's a Disney movie. No, uh, let's see. Uh, it looks to be on Hulu and HBO Max, it appears. Well, Hulu is owned by Disney, so... Hulu is owned by Disney, that's fair. Uh, yeah, Space Jam is on Hulu for anybody to watch, and it's not even on, like, Hulu Live or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just on regular Hulu, so there you go. You don't you don't need. What are you what are you doing with physical copies of anything anymore, Jay? Quit living in the early two thousand tens. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know why I have DVDs. I'm not yeah. sure. It's just so it's because some of the movies were like, oh, I really want to watch that movie, but we couldn't find it on any streaming service, so we went to Walmart and got it out of the three dollar bin. Mm-hmm. You know. Anymore, you can find almost any movie you want to stream on Amazon, but you have to, like, if it's not one that's normally on there, you do have to rent it for a couple Yeah, months. that's stupid. But, I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather do that than have to drive down to ye old Blockbuster and, you know, freaking, <laughs> like, search around through there and, and talk to that, you know, 17-year-old stoner behind the counter that's just like... <laughs> Do you, do you want some popcorn or some, some you know, some dots? It's like, yeah, those dots have been sitting there for eight years. They're stale as the dickens. Like, I don't, I don't know why. What the hell? Stale as the dickens? Yeah, I don't 
Oh my god, he <laughs> old blockbuster. I just listened to freaking what? All right, Oliver Twist, calm down. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Fun oh fact for you: Where is the only remaining blockbuster? Bend, Oregon. It is in Bend, Oregon. That's correct. Yeah. And I hear that they are a bar now. Like they sell beer. Uh, that like wouldn't can, surprise me. You can go to, but they're just still a blockbuster. But they just happen to have like a, a beer and liquor license now. I don't know. I don't understand it. I've been by there a couple times driving through Bend. I've never stopped. Maybe I need to stop sometime. I don't know. There's an uh, old white tale that a it's a place up here in Coeur d'Alene that sells like pool tables and. I don't know what else. It's literally just like pool tables and weird shit like that. But apparently they have a liquor license and you can get drinks at the pool table store. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, right. what? The? So There's... it's a bunch of old dudes probably sitting around, you know, well, selling I... pool tables. I don't know why this is, but what do you associate whenever you see a shop? That's going to sell sewing machines. What do they also sell? Uh, yarn. Vacuum nope, vacuum cleaners. I have no idea why, but sewing machine and vacuum cleaner stores are always like together. But you know what is usually also together? <laughs> Hot tubs, pool tables. And, and time like, machines. And, well, and time machines, obviously. You got to get that hot tub time machine in there. Uh, I don't know. We pr we're probably going to get taken down for referencing a terrible movie from like 2000. Whoa, whoa! The first one was solid. Okay. I don't know. I never saw it. I don't think. Oh, you can't talk. You got no room to talk. But no, they usually sell. Like, That's. I wish one of the hot tubs that you sold and repaired and and sold again was a time machine. I bet it was actually, and you. And you took the time machine capabilities out of it and just made it a regular hot tub again without even knowing, and I'm pissed with, for that. With how many hot tubs I have sold, I guarantee at least one of them was a time machine, if not multiple. All right, if you right now were to sit in a hot tub time machine, what moment in time would you go back to? You know, that honestly is a tough question because I think what people don't consider when going back in time is a depending on what time you go back to like first of all hygiene was not a thing back before i don't know the 30s maybe the 40s okay. like right. like you weren't actively bathing and showering you know in the 1910s uh b there's no cell signal at all back then your cell phone's not going to work. The internet's not going to work. Hell, I mean, just in general, electricity was a hot commodity up until, like, the 1900s. So, man, I'm thinking, like, going to an 80s concert. I don't, I mean, I don't know. You're thinking, cool. like, 1910s? I'm like, that'd be cool. well, actually, swear to, God, swear to God, you know what I would do? I would go and hang out with Frank Sinatra in the Rat Pack. I would, I would want to be in the Rat Pack. You you are uh, you know you're you're a key member of or, or or you would be a key member of the Rat Pack because you're already white so you're fine there. Yeah, like they, yeah, they I already have that. Black guy. 
So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just oh, got okay. for my birthday. Kendall bought me a book with about Frank Sinatra and stuff, oh, and I was pumped. Frank and Sammy Davis and and Dean Martin. Martin. Oh yeah. Uh, I tell you what the the nineteen fifties like Vegas, <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, like that would be the place. That oh yeah, would be awesome. I can't even imagine what that would be like to go back then. And just, I mean, those guys were, first of all, they were drunk 95% of the time. I don't think there's a video out there that doesn't have, like, Dean Martin with a drink in his hand. You know? Right? That's and what I'm saying. Just, I mean, those guys were treated like kings. Oh, yeah. And they were. They were kings. They were, they were like, I mean, I don't know. They were, they were probably, arguably, as big as Elvis, but just in a very different genre. Yeah, yeah, I gravitate more towards the Dean Martin and and uh, the Rat Pack genre than I did Elvis. I mean, Elvis is great, but not my cup of tea. No, I I don't know. That would be really cool to go back and see like a a Beatles show in like England before they were even like before the Beatles came to America and things like that. Yeah, darling, can you? <laughs> If you want, if, if you want a corgi, you have to be okay with a bunch of shedding because they are a double-coated animal, much like a husky, yeah. Yeah. and a lot of barking. They bark so much. People need to consider these things before deciding to get a, a dog because, yeah. my God, he barks. Well, now everybody wants a uh, poodle something mixed. Like a golden doodle or a poodle. They want poodles because the poodles are hypoallergenic or whatever they yeah. call. They they usually, yeah, depending on what, what kind of poodle mix you have, they can sometimes shed significantly less. The shedding is never zero, but it's less. Yeah. You know, and they are, you know, usually easier to take care of, but you do have to groom them. Because yeah. any, any dog like that that doesn't actually shed regularly, uh, that has hair instead of fur, you have to groom. And I don't want to take my dog to the groomer. Right. It sounds like a pain to get, A, a haircut, and B, to pay for that. They're not cheap. No. Not at all. So. But going back, you would fit right in with uh, the Beatles, I think. They're kind of your... I think I'd do all yeah. right. I would love to go back and see, like... The Rolling Stones, Elton John, Sticks. I mean, hey, st- the Sticks are coming to the Northern Quest Casino in Spokane. Are they? I've seen. They're the coming in with uh, Collective Soul, I believe. Hmm. I don't know any Collective Soul songs, but Collective Soul and either, the Sticks, I, would, I think. I'd come up. First of all, I love casinos in general, and second of all, I love Sticks. So I would. I come up for a quick trip up to see Sticks. I can't. I can't imagine tickets are that expensive. When is it? Uh, I'm looking right now. Okay. It's... You need Danny the Emperor. Uh... Oh, weird. Sticks at the Pondere Pavilion, which is at Northern Quest Casino. Uh... Uh... Oh, it's sold out, I think. Oh, what? 
Yeah. It says it says sorry you've missed your chance to see sticks at Ponderay Pavilion. I mean, I'm sure we could probably get. Hey, bare naked ladies coming to town. Oh, really? The bare naked ladies. Yeah, I lied to you. It's not sticks and collective soul. Uh. Dang, it just says the sticks. I don't know. Maybe they're by themselves. Uh, yeah, well, there's the Puyallup uh, Fairgrounds at the Washington State Fair. The Washington State Fair is supposed to be pretty awesome. Sticks is going to that September 22nd. Uh, let's see. I don't... Uh... It's at Northern... It's in September, maybe? They're going to be in Vegas. They're going to be playing at the Venetian for a couple days in September. Okay. Uh, I don't, on their tour schedule, I don't see Northern Quest, but maybe I'm just going crazy. You're going Uh, crazy. Wascoey Wabbit. I am crazy cupcakes. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um, Let's see. I'm on Northern Quest's site now. Let's see what they have to say. Upcoming shows. Hey, they've got Ice Cube with Young MC. Ooh, they've got Jeff July 10th. I'd go see Jeff Dunham. They've got Smokey Robinson. Uh, Billy Idol. They've got Dirks Bentley. Dirks Bentley Um, would be good. Rodney Carrington? Oh, he's funny. uh, Collective Soul and Better Than Ezra. with Better Than Ezra is pretty good. They're all like 90s. Uh, Roger Daltrey. Ooh, Foreigner. I would go see Foreigner. Yeah. Uh, Sublime. Darius Rucker. Uh, Old Dominion. Celtic Woman. Celtic Woman. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Ooh, they've got Boz Skaggs. I would love to go see Boz Skaggs. I don't know any of... uh, Is it his songs? Uh, Yeah, it is his. It's... uh... Oh, wait. Uh, Boss Skaggs' previously scheduled event date, May 24th, 2021, has been rescheduled for May 25th, 2022. So, got a little while. Okay. Probably a little early to buy tickets for that one. But, I mean, they're only 60 bucks for tickets. That's not bad. Our first concert uh, since COVID is coming up at the end of this month. We're going to see Jake Owen at the festival at Sandpoint. Jake Owen? Uh, is he country? Yeah, he's a country singer, but it's not really like twangy country. It's more like modern, modern country, like beach. He's like the new Kenny Chesney. He does a lot of like beach type songs. Okay, they're catchy. They're catchy. He's the one that sings. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Who's the one that sings uh, uh, about his girlfriend broke up with him, and then he bought like a lottery ticket, and he won a hundred bucks? Oh yeah, Luke Combs. Yeah, Luke Combs. I like him. You like Luke Combs because you guys have the same beard. That's that's accurate. We do have a very similar facial hair. You guys are but, in the facial hair family. Yeah. I wonder if he's Portuguese. He could be. Luke Combs, yeah. if you're listening, are you Portuguese? Yeah. <laughs> and do you want to come to our dog's birthday party August 22nd in Boise, Idaho? You and Dave could probably do like an awesome like duet. 
Dave Bird and Luke Combs, Lil Dicky and Luke Combs. That would be the wildest sound of all time. Or what about Dave Grohl and Lil Dicky and Luke Combs? Do a three, like a a threesome. Well, I, I was I was gonna say that, and I realized it didn't. I mean, I'd still I'd pay to see that. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't necessarily pay, but if I stumbled upon it, I wouldn't turn away quickly. I wouldn't look away at the very least. Lil Dicky. And Dave Grohl and Luke Combs. That's just an odd combination. <laughs> right. That's just something you wouldn't see every day. Yeah. I think if we had any chance of them coming before, uh, that just killed it right there. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, those guys went down the rabbit hole a they, little too far. They went down a weird path where we were considering. You know who would be cool to show up? And this is just completely, but I, I think they do shit like this. Would be Maroon Five. That you would know, be like awesome. Levine and friends to show. I up. love Adam Levine. He he I, is. I wanted to be Adam Levine when I grew up. Yeah, I hate to tell you, bud, but he's just. I'm not. He's got he's got the it factor, you know. I, oh, I don't have it. I don't, I don't have it. I don't know if you have the yeah. it factor. You're tearing me apart. You called me slow earlier in the podcast, and now you say I don't have it. Dang. Uh, to be fair, you're still faster than me. Luke Combs is coming to Billings, Montana. Billings? Maybe, maybe we could make Billings work. I could I could make Billings work. No problem. I could get from Boise to Billings in one day. It's a long drive, but... How long a drive is that? That's got to be 10, 11 hours. Yeah, I think you'd, so. You'd be better off flying into Missoula or something and then driving no, I'm over. Not, I'm not flying in. I would drive. Uh, it's nine hours. Nine, nine hours, 12 minutes. Hang on one second. Sorry, I have a... He has a plastic water bottle that he is chewing on that is making a ton of noise. I know. It's all right. right. <laughs> all right, we're good. Okay. We are good. Okay. I need I need a an insulated like soundproof podcasting studio apparently. Oh, we just need studios. Yeah, we'll win Rosignol and you guys team up for the Winter Olympics, you know, maybe we could spend some of that money on a podcast studio. Get us a Rosignol sponsored podcast studio. There hey, we go. Speaking of, I don't think we did any of our, uh, our our clerical work at the start of this episode. Did you want to get uh, get that out of the way? I mean, I can. Uh, this month, the news from Drift Goods is Atlas. I just got it. It's in my car currently. It's pretty good. It's a little more, uh, I guess, easygoing than uh, Cabana, which was a uh, little more subtle, but it's still good. Uh, but Let's if you go what? over to Drift.co right now yeah. and Drift. find all of your Smell Good Essentials, you use our code, it's still BST15, at checkout, save yourself some money, and basically you let them know you heard it from here. And you'll, you'll save Let's 15% on your total purchase. The scent of the month, Atlas, is... Described as sail into summer with a scent inspired by invigorating seaside adventures and the fresh air of windswept shores. Scent notes are ambrette, I'm not even familiar with that word, grapefruit zest, sea salt, sage, and cedar. I'm going to look up what ambrette is. 
Um, I can like... tell you right now, the best thing that you guys listening or watching can do is sign up for the scent of the month. It's like eight bucks a month, and they send you a new scent every month, and you don't have to reorder anything, and you get to try all of them. So it's go. pretty awesome. It looks like Ambret is uh, musk mallow is a aromatic plant originating from India, known for its medicinal properties and its unique aroma. It's long been utilized uh, as a plant-based substitute for animal musk and fragrances. The seeds, pods, leaves, and shoots are used in cooking, and ambret flowers are sometimes used to give scent and flavor to tobacco. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. There you go. If you don't know what Atlas smells like, now you now you do. It's it's got yeah. ambret and a couple of those other things that I mentioned. I don't remember what they were anymore because I'm too focused on the the ambret. Yeah, and it's basically uh, it's a great replacement for those little trees that hang from your rearview mirror. Uh, so if you're still someone way better, right? That little yeah. Clip. It's just a it's just like a wood clip and uh, visor clip, right? Visor and yeah, and it. It's out of the way, but it smells good, and it's it's way better than those little trees hanging from your rearview mirror. So do yourself a favor. Go to BST, or not BST, go to Drift.co, use our code BST15 at checkout, and save yourself on all your smell good essentials. All right. Well, let's, uh, you got any any pl- upcoming plans for the, uh, the big holiday, the 4th of July? It is July 3rd, Saturday right now that we're recording this. Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to be published but i'm not really sure we could probably publish this later today or tomorrow yeah. or monday or that's all right when anytime soon um but uh no i don't really have plans i think we're going out to my aunt and uncles uh that live out of town a little ways but not too far uh yeah and just having like my dad over my aunt and uncle are going to be there it's his brother uh so yeah he's he's kind of a uh my uncle's kind of a handyman and and can build and fix anything really and a couple of our projects in our house we've had to go to him uh advice because it's like stuff we've never tackled before so it'll be good not to just hang out with him to do projects but just to hang out to hang out hang so out. is is he a good cook though because that's important with the fourth of july uh i think the barbecuers will be uh running full steam ahead so I'm, I'm sure he could barbecue. I'm not. I'm not totally convinced otherwise. So that's okay. good. Well, we'll see yeah. after tomorrow whether or not he can barbecue. Right. Right. We, uh, that's that sounds like a good time. We are doing something similar. It's not with family, but just with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, going over to a buddy's house. Um, there's I think three or four couples coming over. Uh, nice. Some of the other guys coming are bringing, I think, like a tri-tip. Some ribs and maybe brisket. I can't remember what the other kind of meat was. I uh, volunteered just for sides uh, and dessert. So I'm going to bring some ice cream. We're going to make a little homemade ice cream, some chocolate and peppermint ice cream. Maybe we could just double it up, make a chocolate peppermint. That sounds pretty tasty. Schnapps ice cream. Oh, a peppermint schnapps. That does sound good. And then... uh, I'm also bringing mac and cheese, but the mac and cheese will be made by Costco. You need to go online and look up the recipe mac and cheesy. It's like a it's like a southern spin. I 
guess, a southern spin on mac and cheese. My father-in-law has made it in the past, and it's you're a cheese lover. It's got I like I I want to say it's got like four kinds of cheese or five kinds of cheese on it. So this is mac and cheese. It's on Tasty. Tasty. Jeezy. Uh, I think it's J E E Z Y. Yeah, mac and yeah, cheese. I think it's it's yeah. mac and cheese by Terry Crews. This recipe is. I think uh, that's what it is macaroni, by Terry Crews. Some cottage cheese, sharp cheddar cheese, sour cream, an egg, some salt, coconut oil, paprika, and wait a minute. I didn't see wait. any. It was just cottage cheese and cheddar cheese and sour cream. I thought there was other kinds, but I don't know. But it's delicious. I, I uh, unfortunately it looks pretty good here in the video that they're making. Yeah, it's freaking delicious. So if you ever I mean, want to venture into a new a new world of mac and cheese, I would recommend yeah. that one. Terry is just going to town here making this mac and cheese. Yeah. Uh, all right, that does look pretty good. Little mac and cheese, little paprika with that cottage cheese and sour cream. He just put it in the oven. That cheese, oh, nice and crispy on top. Yeah, it's all right. It's I, pretty cool. uh, ten out of ten. Highly recommend. Hey, here's a quick question for you. We, I might have a quick more, answer. It's more of an opinion-based question, but oh, okay. uh, when you were young, or even still today... Uh, oh, when I was young. You just called me old, now I'm slow, old, and I don't have it. Got it. Alright, keeping a running list here. <laughs> Continue. When... When you were a child, is that better? Is that better? Yeah, yeah. Mr. go ahead. Mr. Sensitive today. <laughs> when you were a child, or still today, because you are no longer a child, sure. what was your preference for boxed mac and cheese? What was my preference? Between what? Well, there were. there's generally two popular ones. There was Velveeta, and there was Kraft. Oh, we ate we ate whatever was cheapest at the store that day. Usually craft. Ah, there you go. And do you prefer craft? Uh no you know what we prefer now? What? Uh Cracker Barrel makes their own like mac and cheese in the box. Oh that does that, sound pretty good. That stuff's pretty good and they got different flavors. It's not just regular mac and cheese, so those are awesome. Uh but between the two, between craft and velvet. Thank you. Craft. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. We uh, we have had a long-standing debate between uh, myself and my girlfriend, Lauren. Uh, it's been yeah. going on literally since we started dating um, for two years, which coincidentally, uh, today is our two-year anniversary, July oh. 3rd, uh, so hey, And you guys went to like yeah. a 70s uh like elton john themed party right we did that i don't think that was our first date but that was our that was like one week into dating or something okay all right but anyway so yeah this, it was it was true love this debate has been raging on for two years and i have to say the majority of people we talk to their answer is craft which is the correct answer by the way yeah yeah uh craft is okay I mean, I don't really like boxed mac and cheese. Once you have that mac and cheesy or any of the, like, Cracker Barrel I mean, ones. Who knows? Maybe I'll make some mac and cheesy for the... Maybe I'll skip the Costco and just go with mac and cheesy. Yeah, and I don't think it takes that long to make it. 
I don't think it's like I don't think it's like hours and hours and hours. I think it's like twenty minutes. It was boil your pasta, throw all the ingredients together, put you know put your boiled pasta that's a little al dente in with the cheeses and that. Yeah. Put a little cheese and paprika on top. Throw it in the oven for fifteen minutes at three fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm old, legitimately, this is how I know I'm old. Because I can't really do too much, like, cheese or dairy stuff anymore, and it sucks. So I got to tread lightly with the mac and cheese and all that fun stuff. So I buy lactose-free milk now because I'm fucking old. Oh, my God. I'm like, kale smoothies and stuff, too? No. 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 But I I do. (laughs) I do. Uh... I'm more aware now of what has dairy and what doesn't because and I try to minimize is, is what it everything is just chocked full of lactose. You're, speaking of kale, your wife did one time on a road trip make some, fart kale, chips. some kale chips that literally smelled like a box of farts. <laughs> were, but it tasted delicious. They, they weren't good. I will give it to her. They tasted good, but they smelled like a box of farts. Like, it was terrible. Uh, it was a terrible smell, so you had to open the box real quick, grab a handful of kale chips, pull them out, grab and stuff them in your mouth. And then eat them. And they were they were pretty tasty. They were very healthy. They had some good seasonings, good flavor on them. Yeah. Uh, but just dried kale has a atrocious smell. Yeah, it does. Uh, you remember when we went to the porch, the uh, Brussels sprout and kale salad? That was really good. Sup- surprisingly good and i'm like well i didn't know i liked kale or brussels sprouts but there Uh, we go my my dad actually recently started and by recently i mean a couple years back started making (laughs) brussels sprouts in the air fryer with literally just brussels sprout a little bit of olive oil some sea salt toss them in that and maybe some some other seasonings if you really want to get fancy but the sea salt's fine yeah toss them in the air fryer for like 20 minutes at 400 they're phenomenal. You could do them in the oven too. It works in the oven, but the air fryer just crisps them up a little bit more. Okay. They're really good. But don't skimp on the olive oil or the sea salt. That's the important part because as it bakes, all that stuff kind of drips off. So you you need extra olive oil, you know, and it's olive oil. You know, I'm not yeah. saying use eight gallons of it, but you know, a little yeah. bit of olive oil isn't going to hurt you. How do you how do you do you milk an olive? How do you how do you get oil out of an olive? I I have to assume that it they just some, crush them and there's enough yeah, oil inside. Them. I've seen I've seen the process. So the way they used to do it it was with like literally a giant like stone, a giant mortar and pestle, and then they would have these big like stone wheels that would just go around and literally just crush all the olives. And then you'd have to you'd have to separate out the actual you know fibrous parts from the oil. But yeah, they have quite a bit of oil in them. How many olives does it take to fill like a jar of olive oil? A standard we'll sized jar. We'll have Danny the intern look it up. Um, you know, it's like milk in an olive, though. Yeah, I mean, I it, also how do you a nut like cashew milk or? Something it's, like that. That one's very difficult. That one's even worse. Oh, let's see. To obtain one liter of extra virgin olive oil, five to six kilograms of olives are required. Approximately 
between 5,200 to 8,000 olives. Did they say five to seven kilograms? Five to six kilograms, yeah. That's a lot. That's like three pounds of olives, right? Uh, how many? Five. There's 2.2 kilograms to. So. Uh, you're looking at about half. 11. You did it opposite. Oh, I did it backwards. I did it you're, backwards. You're at between like 11 and 13 pounds of olives. Holy shit. What? So that's a lot of wasted olives, man. I like olives. That's that's a lot of, but you know you you got to have that olive oil. I'm just saying. Well, is it black do? olives or is it green olives? They're green olives. I love green olives. I do too. Yeah, well. they're very very salty, and a lot of people don't like them. But you know what's the greatest thing ever invented? The garlic stuffed green olives. Yeah, garlic stuffed green olives are pretty good. Uh, if you and they're like this big around. A tasty martini. Um, you could put garlic stuffed green olives. In your market. Are we? Is this a safe space? Are I, we? I mean, I assume so. Uh, never once in my martini you of any kind. Martini. Yeah, of any kind. So martini, they're pretty good. Huh. I'm not martini. doing like. I've heard a bunch of people say different kinds of martinis, and they don't sound appetizing. But you could, you could do a vodka martini. You could do gin. Um. And it's usually just like a dirty martini is just like olive juice, right? Vodka with olive juice. You know, the yeah. olive juice is what makes it dirty, and usually a couple olives. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I would recommend it. I like them. I think martinis are good. Like a Washington they're, apple. They're not. I've never had a Washington apple. What is that? Oh, okay. I I don't know. They're like green martinis. I don't know. It's it's got oh, some like kind an of apple teeny. Like an apple teeny, yeah. I assume. They use that that uh, liqueur yeah, or whatever like, like apple Washington, liqueur. Washington apple cocktail uh, is Canadian whiskey, sour apple schnapps, cranberry schnapps, juice, yeah, yeah. and an apple slice. That actually yeah. looks pretty good. I used to when I worked on those cruise boats, we used to make those Washington apple things all the time, and they're a pain in the ass. <laughs> so maybe that's why I have a a, a disdain for a pre, a martinis. I've never had one, and I don't want to order one because I already order drinks that are, like, pink in color every time we go somewhere because they taste the best. So I don't want to start ordering in those weird cups, you know? I get I get pretty uh, – pretty. I feel like the eyeballs are on me in the bar when you order a Stella Artois, and it comes in those fancy little cups that yeah. – little gobble. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about martini glasses bringing, bringing attention to us, you know? See, I, I drink a lot of uh... – when I'm out at fancy restaurants like Old Fashions or like Manhattans, and those okay. always come in fancy glasses. But yeah. I feel like when you're drinking whiskey, like you don't get looked at quite as much as if you're just That's drinking true. like a strawberry daiquiri out of like a daiquiri glass or something. Granted, strawberry daiquiris are phenomenal. They're very delicious. Yeah, drink. yeah. But uh, frozen margaritas, same thing. I love slushies, margaritas. and if yeah. you put alcohol in a slushy, I'm all about it. You can you can do that at home. Just go down to the corner store, pick yourself up a slushy out of their slushy machine, like blue raspberry or something, and just pour some either uh, pink Whitney in it. Some pink Whitney. You can do vodka. You can do you can do rum. Like you could do Malibu if you wanted some coconut. Um, you know, I don't know. You could do tequila if you really wanted, and make yourself just a frozen margarita type thing. That's true. That's uh, a true. good way. I recently discovered this. Lauren's dad actually taught us about this but you take a can of like frozen limeade mix 
and you okay. use that as the base for your margarita. So you do a little bit of just regular margarita mix. You can do a little bit of ice, a bunch of tequila, obviously, and then throw in a package of that frozen limeade mix. That's pretty darn tasty for a margarita. Okay. Okay. I like it. No idea what the sugar content is there. Kendall doesn't like tequila. Uh, Yeah, tequila. So uh, margaritas are off her list, but she she drinks other stuff. So I can have frozen margaritas. You can have the frozen. I bet. I bet if I made one of these frozen margs, she she'd have it. She'd She'd probably sip on it. Yeah. I bet they're pretty darn tasty. I'll be honest. Dang. We'll have to try them some. Maybe at the dog's birthday party. We'll have frozen margaritas. When you guys Dude, come down, Snoop Dogg serving frozen margaritas—that would literally be the entrance to heaven. You can have Snoop Dogg serving you a frozen margarita. You can have uh, Dave Bird, Lil Dicky. He can, yeah. he can. Well, I don't know what his specialty would be. I feel like Snoop's specialty needs to be with the the marijuana, though the joints. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, maybe. Okay, here we go. Rachel Ray makes the dog cookies. Oh, Snoop's would be gin and juice, obviously. True, true. Gin, or he has yeah. nineteen crimes. His wine, or twenty-one crimes, or eighty-two crimes. Nineteen crimes is Snoop Dogg's wine. Yeah, I think so. I don't Something. believe you. I I swear to God, I'm gonna have Danny the intern look it up. Nineteen crimes has interactive labels on their bottles, so you scan uh, them and they'll talk to you. Yeah, uh, nineteen crimes is Snoop Dogg's wine. Well, Kendall doesn't like it. Well, Kendall doesn't have good taste in wine, then, apparently. Snoop Dogg. Dude, I now am going to start drinking wine. If I knew it was Snoop Dogg, I'm going to have a hard time imagining Snoop Dogg's going to put out bad wine. Um, You can have Martha Stewart be in charge of the drinks. Food and drink. Um, We've already got entertainment. Plenty of entertainment. Dave Grohl, Dave Bird. And Lil Dicky could Lil, <laughs> Lil Dicky could be the MC. Lil Dicky could MC. Uh, we yeah. got Gata and Els coming. Els can drop some bad badass beats. Uh, fire, you say fire beats? Some fire, fire beat. I don't know. I feel like fire has a bad connotation with the whole Fire Island thing. You know that didn't go over too well. Firefest. Yeah, Firefest. That did that not. That was that was Job Rule, dog. Oh, was that Jaw Rule? Well, he is yeah. uninvited from my dog's birthday party. Yeah, d- don't break Jaw's or you're not invited to the dog's birthday party. Oh, Lord. I'm running thin on material now. <laughs> this is getting to be quality content. It, I mean, that's what happens when you're an hour and a half into a podcast with absolutely no structure or topics to begin with. And that is bullshitters, man. That is what we do best. <laughs> oh, oh man. I mean, nobody fills up an hour and a half like we do. Very yeah, little that's true. there. Most that's true. Us. As soon as Rosignol signs us, dude, we're going to have a whole new set of eyeballs on this. And all those stoner dudes that ride skis on the mountain all day, yo, bro, about to shred the gnar. Those guys are going to be listening hard. They are going to be. They're going to be shredding while listening to the bullshitters. I hope in their i or their AirPods they have strictly the bullshitters, and you guys, you guys too can listen to the bullshitters by subscribing to our channel. Yes, subscribe to our channel, like and subscribe. It's confusing because it's the What's Wrong with Us podcast network that you would subscribe to. Ah, see, we need to get your your branding all just 
need it all to be one. Cohesive. It needs cohesive. to be cohesive. Yeah. I know. We need to we need to think something else up here. Well, but process. Like I said, the average person that starts a podcast only goes seven episodes. So we're beyond average at this point. We're we're seven eleven at this point. Yeah. Seven eleven. Speaking of slushies. They yeah. some good slushies. They have with Slurpees. That, with, they have Slurpees, I think so. And that, yeah. that day is coming up. Uh, eight days until the infamous 7-Eleven free Slurpee day. Yes. Where you can bring in any vesicle, no matter how big it is. I back my trunk of my car up to their <laughs> Slurpee machine. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight-foot box on my bed, bro. How much Slurpee mix you got? I think I think I think he'd be better off just putting like a trash bag in a cardboard box. Okay, I see that. Yeah, or like just a trash can, brand new from like Lowe's or something, and just You're walking in and fit. Brand new trash can. And putting a baby straw in it, of course, a metal one because I'm watching out for the penguins. Yeah, you want to make sure the turtles don't choke on your straw. Right. Correct. So. <laughs> <laughs> with that i think we've come <laughs> to a great stopping point uh thank you guys for tuning in to episode 11 more episodes to come i know we took a week off in between these last couple but we're back on our regular grind so as it stands today subscribe to what's wrong with us everywhere that you hear podcasts uh we're on youtube as well what's wrong and subscribe to our channel there I think, Dan, to get us a little more content in between, so we're going to put out a little more, like, teasers like that for upcoming episodes. Uh, I think I can convince him to do that. Maybe he'll debut new new Hawaiian shirts. you got to stay tuned for that. You never know. You That's never true. know this what one, could be in the additional content. My Hawaiian shirt is more uh, less Hawaiian and more uh, patriotic for more uh, 4th of July. Yeah, coming up. So I figured, and I'm wearing the uh, the digital camo hat. It's a baseball digital hat, but it's still a digital for, camo for the so. Chicago. Is that is that the Cubs? Cincinnati Reds. Good guess oh, sure. though. Whatever. So. I don't. I don't sports. <laughs> I don't sports. <laughs> oh what I man, do, though, is d d dancing or whatever it is, and b boy dancing. Yeah. B-boy dancing and skiing for the Portuguese Winter Olympics team. So, there you go. Slide into Dan's Venmo to support his Olympic dream. Until next time, this has been the Bullshitters.